Welcome, hello, happy new year. Uh, my name is Pete Morgan. This is the Puppy Podcast. It's a podcast where I talk about the lives of our two dogs, four-year-old Lincoln and one-year-old Elvis. Uh, talk about Elvis more because, of course, he's the puppy. He's the new experience. And what I do is I share our experience of having a puppy or a young dog in the house and a second dog uh, as well and it's also a place where you can come whether you are a, uh, a dog owner a puppy owner a prospective puppy owner uh, and share your experiences your trials your tribulations your questions in the hope that we can all become better puppy and dog owners so if you've got a question uh, then all you need to do is get in touch uh, we are on facebook at the puppy podcast uh, we are on instagram at the puppy podcast on twitter at puppy podcast uh, you can email the puppy podcast at gmail.com also you can go to the new website oh yes exactly a new website uh the puppy podcast.com uh and really the, the the website is just a place where you can listen back to all of the previous 50 episodes of the puppy podcast and if you, you can flick through them and see if there's a, something particular that you want to hear you can go back and have a look at that uh, if you're joining us for the very first time then thank you so so much if you found us via itunes uh, I'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a review. Uh, and if you listen via iTunes and have been doing for some time, again, uh, I'd really appreciate you just taking a couple of minutes to give us a review on iTunes as well. Uh, it really means a lot. It, basically, what it means because of the way that Apple's uh, algorithms work is the more reviews a podcast has, the higher up the um, visible rankings it goes. So if we've got, and I think we've got one review at the moment. So if you could maybe just add a couple more on there, I'd be really, really appreciative. Uh, so, but I, I, if you're joining us for the first time, thank you so much. I'd love to know what you think. Uh, I'd uh, love to hear your questions or your thoughts. I'd love to chat with you. If you're a new puppy owner, uh, by all means, uh, get in touch and we'll get you on the show and we can talk to you in a, in a future episode. Um, so Christmas, um, I hope you had a good one. Hope you enjoyed a, a festive period, you know, or a a period of time um, with your dog. If Christmas isn't your bag, uh, then whatever it is that you've been doing for the past few weeks, I hope you've had a good time. I can only apologise because I think I did the last episode on the 15th. And in my little addled mind, that was... It would have meant me just taking one week off the puppy podcast. But it was only when we kind of got to, I think it was the 29th that I thought, oh, wait a minute, I've not done a, an episode for two weeks now. So, uh, sorry about that. Uh, I, that's not what I planned at all. I planned to take a week off, certainly, because we were going to be away. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it was a little bit longer. Apologies to that. And thank you very much for, for, coming back and, and carrying on listening uh and uh however you're listening now hello <laughs> if you if you're with your fluffy babies uh if you're with your brand new puppy uh if you are with um the family and you may either in the car or at the dog park or out on a walk welcome hello lovely to know that you're there um let's talk about um elvis then 
who is one officially now. He's one at the end of November. He's over one. He's you know, 13 months old. Um, how was Christmas? with? Well, Christmas Day and Boxing Day, we weren't with either of the dogs uh, because Christmas was spent with my parents um, and uh, they've adopted a, a, a three-year-old boy who he, uh, has got um, uh, brain damage and he's deaf and he's blind and he is petrified of dogs. Uh, and you can kind of understand it because if you can't... Um, the the only experience or the only sense that you have really is touch. Um, uh, and that's how you're experiencing the world. A dog must seem really bizarre because my mum and dad don't have dogs. So he doesn't come across them on a regular basis. So we don't take the dogs there. Um, so my uh, in-laws, my uh, mother-in-law and father-in-law looked after them. However, we did FaceTime. Uh, the Lincoln and Elvis on Christmas Day afternoon, just so we could wish them Merry Christmas and see them open their um, uh, see them open their uh, their stockings that we'd bought them because we bought them like you know a few little presents and things, and mainly mainly treats. Uh, but uh, there's a couple of toys in there and a squeaky Christmas cracker that I could happily throw on a bonfire. <laughs> I will confess, I gave it a couple of days and it was like, right, that is now going in your toy basket and isn't just going to be out and freely available. Which, by the way, should be the case with toys. They shouldn't have toys always there. If you if you want to play with them, uh, then you should have a toy that you bring out to play with them and then put away. So you're signalling the end of playtime. Uh, so, you, you know, you need to have defined playtime. It's fine for them to have kind of bones or chews and things that are out, but a toy that they could potentially destroy uh, with, if left to their own devices... Um, it, 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 you 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 should take them off them. There should be a beginning and an end to playtime. And ideally, and this is the difficult thing, and I'll confess we've gone through it as well, you need to be involved with the playtime. Whether it's throwing the ball and getting them to come back with it and throwing the ball and getting them to come back with it. But the toys are there to um, foster a sense of play but also strengthen the bond between you and the dog. What they are not there for is a way of distracting the dog while you watch the telly. That's not what toys are for. So just kind of getting that out there um, uh, a little bit. Um, so Christmas was... was um, the, the Christmas period was good, um, but we would have loved to have spent Christmas Day and Boxing Day um, with... Um, with Lincoln and Elvis. And apologies for talking about Boxing Day for all the people listening in the US. It's something we have, and I'm pretty sure you don't. So <laughs> it's basically, well, you'll know what it is, a day after Christmas Day where it's it's, it's like a second Christmas Day. Um, but you can go out shopping. Um, but it, it, was, it was really good, um, and we spent... Uh, a few days before Christmas with them and, and some day, you know, at Joe's parents and some days after Christmas with them before coming back home. Um, but it was, you know, it was, um, good. Elvis has moved on to big boy food. Well, not quite big boy food, actually. He's moved on to young dog 
food. So he's off puppy food now because he's over 12 months old. So you can start moving him on to a young dog. So like a, a teenage um, dog. I think I think it is called young dog food. So that's what we've done. Um, the thing we find when they've had prolonged periods of like being with our in-laws or being with friends who you know will treat them and give them treats is that that can affect their tummies a little bit um uh and without going into too much detail can uh make things a little looser and that's all i'm going to say there's no need to kind of get into the i was going to say the nitty-gritty of it but that's <laughs> i don't want to use that term either um so yeah, he's uh, so just just be aware of that as well. If the what we do is when they've had when they've spent time with nanny and granddad, um, who like treating them and not just giving them dog treats, but giving them you know a bit of a sandwich or you know um, some leftover meat from the Sunday lunch or you know a bit of veg off the Sunday or whatever. Obviously avoiding vegetables that they shouldn't have um like garlic and and onion um it it has an effect on their tummy because these foods are rich they're for humans they've been cooked and seasoned for humans and it's not really what dogs should have we don't mind little bits of it because it's not going to do them any major long-term damage but what we do is when we come back home we put them on a kind of a, a strict no treat um regime of that's it. No treats now. You will be getting your meals and that is it. And just kind of resetting it all, uh, for them. Um, so yeah, so he's gone on to the, uh, to, to big boy food. Um, we, what, because Elvis is quite boisterous, we decided the best thing we could do is just knacker him out, uh, before leaving him with our, um, octogenarian, um, no, septuagenarian, sorry about that, uh, aging them, are septuagenarian um, in-laws for two and a bit days. So we walked him, and by extension Lincoln got to walk as well, um, at least three times a day. Um, and really, and, and what we did is we uh, did um, urban walks, and uh um and let him just let him smell everything and really and that will that is just as tiring as running and running and running because it's the mental exhaustion of processing the smell and dealing with the smell and you know kind of taking the smell in and he was great uh he, he pulled a little bit we've um we've started using uh just a, a bit of a gentle leader on him because he is and, you know, he's getting a big dog now. He's about three stone. And uh, when he pulls, he pulls. There's, the, you know, there's no kind of getting away from it. And one of the other things I want to do in the new year, um, which we are in now, as I'm recording this, it's Friday the 5th of January, um, is uh, look to uh, kind of local doggy daycare places to see if I could just take him along for an hour just to get him socialising with loads of other dogs i don't you know i almost want to just flood his senses with other dogs because he i want him i want that him to be used to other dogs so um that's what we've been working on you might 
Actually, you've been hearing him. He's just come in the office now. Hello. You all right? You might hear him whine a little bit in the background uh, in the episode. This is Elvis now. And the reason is, is Lincoln has gone upstairs. Um, and because Lincoln is shattered. To, I mean, because he, you know, we again, we, and we've kept up this walking regime. Uh, and Lincoln just likes to relax. And the best place for him to relax is upstairs in our bedroom. Now, Elvis still refuses to go up the stairs. He's getting a little bit closer and he's managed to take his back legs off the whole floor, which he just wouldn't do at at first. But um, he can't seem to get the movement. I know, I know. To go upstairs. And he he doesn't like being separated from from Lincoln. So that's what the whining is all about. So I'm having to just give him lots of loves. Because what he does, if he does get anxious about the separation... Um, between him and Lincoln, uh, he will, I know, I know, baby. Um, he will, um, start to, uh, chew on his, you know, the kind of, I call it the opposable claw. So the little claw that's kind of halfway down his paw, down a, a dog's paw, I'm presuming other dogs have, but yeah, I think most dogs have got them. He starts to chew and lick that, um, to, kind of deal with his with his with his anxiety he gets quite distressed with it so i'm just giving him lots of loves because he's just missing his brother really and his brother really isn't that bothered <laughs> he's, he's, the, the the separation anxiety does not go both ways if we if we remove elvis from the equation lincoln's like great there we go finally finally we can get back to how we used to be um but elvis really does get quite distressed when Lincoln's not around, or when any of us really, uh, you know, when my wife first goes to work in the morning, he whines. Um, uh, and I've been told that when I, if I leave the house for any reason, he whines as well. Um, you know, he doesn't like any one of the four of us not being around. It, it you know, it's, uh, it's a bother unless he's incredibly tired and just wants to sleep. Uh, you know, and then he's, he'll happily go in his crate and, and just fall asleep. So we'll talk a little bit more about Elvis later. Um, but the, I know I've got to carry on. I've got to use both my hands, baby. So, um, yes, I know. I thought the Lincoln had walked in then and that was going to stop it, but he hasn't. All right. I know, baby. I know. Let me take a picture of you. I'll post that picture on social media later on. So, I know, I know. So, yeah, so we'll talk a little bit more about Elvis later, and I'll apologise in advance for the whining, because even though I'm loving him, he's still whining a little bit, because he just he just misses um, Lincoln. I, I, I want to talk about some of the things he's been barking at, or so some of the new things that he has found to bark at. Uh, so we'll get into that a little bit later as well. Uh, first of all, let us do dog news. Uh, the first one of 2018. Uh, the British Veterinary Association have launched a new campaign. Hashtag breed to breathe. Uh, and they are targeting pugs and French bulldogs. Uh, these are 
what some of us would call a uh, a squash faced dog uh, because the and the reason they're doing that this uh, this campaign is that a lot of would be owners aren't aware of the health problems that such breeds as pugs and french bulldogs uh, will um experience so and it's all down to the the short skull shape that these dogs have the the reason they are so popular is of just the baby faces you know large round wide set eyes that's why people go with it and the flat nose they really do have very cute faces but it's the selective breeding which has been uh, a problem because what the selective breeding has done in certain cases is prioritized appearance over health so pugs and uh, french bulldogs are prone to skin disorders to eye ulcers to breathing difficulties a friend of mine who's been on the podcast actually uh, dave who lives in california um he has got a, a french bulldog and you know one of one of the kind of daily jobs he has to do is kind of wipe through the skin folds that he has on his face because they can become infected and that's where the uh, the uh, uh, the um the ulcers can occur uh the rise in the popularity of french bulldogs has been ridiculous in fact i think they are the most popular breed now um in the uk and this is why vets and others really uh, are starting this campaign just highlighting the issues so it's hashtag breed to breathe um so get involved with that particularly if you are a pug or a a french bulldog owner if you have got one that isn't too extremely bred so that you know i mean to see some of the ones that are extremely bred is heartbreaking because clearly they have a problem uh breathing clearly they've got a uh, a uh, you know issues physically which are just going to cause problems uh, later on in life and you know those people who have done that that selective breeding where they have chosen the appearance of a dog to make a dog look what they believe to be a more pleasing way rather than um a, just a healthy dog then it, it really it just it defies belief i don't understand it i know we've talked in the past about the mistreatment of dogs and and things of that nature and funnily enough the other dog news story uh, i want to talk about kind of links to that I, I i've just i just don't understand it i don't understand why anyone would actively and consciously um want to make a dog be in distress you know in in a way that there is nothing you can do to ease that distress at all because you can't change the the physical appearance of of the dog you, i mean you can't suddenly lengthen the the shape of its skull and make the breathing easier you can't do that um but uh, yeah so the british veterinary association uh, are uh, are are getting on board with that and i think that's a, a fantastic um thing and hopefully people are going to take it up uh and it's as i say hashtag breed to breathe uh the other one the other story is something i mean it's related to when we spoke to ira from all dogs matter uh just before christmas and we were talking about the thing and i mentioned uh kind of the last episode we did before christmas was me talking about the um 
this thing of, of getting puppies for Christmas and really think about it. Um, this was, it's actually a story from yesterday. So yesterday morning, so this was posted about 10 o'clock on the 4th of January, and this is on the ITV News website, uh, that said that uh, Battersea uh, Dog and Cat's Home in South London uh, received their first puppy of the year, their first abandoned puppy of the year, on the 2nd of January. So what's that? Six, so that's eight days after Christmas? Eight, nine days after Christmas? Um, and... Uh, it's a, my goodness, it's a mongrel called Ronnie. He's got a real Labrador staffy look uh, about him. Um, a, a, a spokesperson for Battersea Dogs and Cats Homer said, it doesn't shock any of us that the first dog through our doors in 2018 was bought online. I know I've said it before, but I think it's worth repeating. If you are going to be buying a dog uh, or you are going to be buying a puppy, do not get it offline. I mean, well, one, look at your rescue centres and, and go and see the dogs that the, the Dogs Trust have or other rescue centres have. Go for, for rescue first. Adopt, don't shop. Sorry, you can hear... I know, baby, I know. Sorry, he really is missing Lincoln. Again, because they've they've been together so much more over the, the, the Christmas and New Year period than normal particularly all the time we spent at joe's in-laws you know that lincoln couldn't get away from him so they just kind of found this rhythm of of living together so but now we're back at home lincoln's like oh, i'll go upstairs that's great um so with the you know it, it really should be a case if you're thinking of getting a puppy adopt don't shop that should absolutely be uh your approach if you are going to buy um, a puppy rather than adopt a rescue dog, um, and there's pros and cons for both, and I've said we bought both Elvis and Lincoln are were bought from a breeder um, as a puppy. We tried rescue dogs; it didn't work for us. So when we when we bought Lincoln and when we bought Elvis, we also donated to the Dogs Trust because it's not that we don't appreciate the work that they do or that we don't see the value in the service that they bring of reuniting or with uniting um, abandoned uh, rescue puppies with um, with their forever families. But if you are going to go down the route of buying a puppy, if that's something that you think that you want to do, do not, do not just buy off online, unseen. You absolutely do a house visit. You want to see um, where the puppies are being held. You want to see the mother of the puppies. Um, you want to see the, the area that she's been living in. You want to meet the breeder. And if any of that seems off, step away. Because all you will be doing is fueling a puppy farming industry, which is, just strictly speaking, killing dogs. So don't do it. And that's what this person did who had to abandon uh, the dog. And, and by the looks of it, they, you know, they had kind of personal situations and, and things like that. But it was this this Ronnie, uh, this puppy called Ronnie, who, as I say, looks like a lab staff mix. 
um, was bought off an unregulated website, was bought online, was bought unseen, probably taken from his mother far too young, was n- there was no regard given to the puppy's welfare. Um, and it is, it's a huge challenge face, not just by the Battersea guys, who do a fantastic job, but all, um, uh, all dog rescue centres. So, yes, please, if you're thinking, go rescue, go, uh, as I've said, adopt, don't shop. So, that is uh, this week's dog news. Uh, And if there's anything you want to talk about, if there's any aspect of being a dog or a puppy owner uh, that you want to discuss, or you want me to discuss, or you want me to put out to the Puppy Podcast family, then you can. You can get in touch on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, uh, on email, thepuppypodcast at gmail.com, or you can go to the website, thepuppypodcast.com, and uh, there's a way of contacting us there, which is pretty much all of the ways that I've, I've just mentioned. Um, so back to Elvis. Lincoln, by the way, is great. I mean, he has been an absolute gem. And I think there's a bit of a power play going on there. I think Lincoln is seeing Elvis being... Um, yeah, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. So, I think Lincoln's come downstairs now. So Elvis has gone off to to see him but he is he's really missing him and has real separation anxiety and there's nothing i don't want to you know i don't want to force lincoln to be downstairs because i don't think that's fair on lincoln um so all i can do is kind of comfort elvis um but there's times when he, he just will not be comforted um but yeah but lincoln is so he's a real gem i mean he really is he's um uh, you know, kind of a much better walker now. Uh, he's great when we go out into the park and off the lead. And we've let Lincoln off the lead a couple of times. Well, Joe has. I'm still very incredibly nervous um, following the incident we had. It was a few months ago now where we let Elvis off the lead and he, you know, pretty much knocked a woman over. Um, so I, I'm really nervous about letting him off uh, the lead again. So we'll see how that goes, uh, but we, we, you know, we're going to try a little bit more. But Lincoln is doing fantastic. Elvis uh, is also really finding his voice. Just before I started recording, Elvis was in the back garden giving out to something or someone because the squirrels are around uh, collecting things and, and getting ready for hibernate. I would have thought they would have hibernated. Do they not? Do they not hibernate? I thought that would have happened by now. But they've been kind of taunting him. So he goes out uh, and there's a couple of birds that are getting quite cheeky and landing on the back lawn. And he doesn't like that either. There's a couple of pigeons that uh, land on the high wall at the back of the garden and taunt him. And he's not very keen on them either. But so and you almost expect those those things to be barked at. When we were with uh, my um, in-laws um, before Christmas and after Christmas, there's a uh, a German shepherd dog that lives kind of across the back from their house and if he started barking well that was it elvis was out in the back garden right giving out to him really giving his boo 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 <laughs> and he really was just having to come on come on in don't don't get involved it's not worth it elvis um but the, it's always the odd things that he barks at and that's they they always make me smile uh so at the back of our house uh there is like a a, a a small set of flats 
Uh, and, you know, it's kind of a three-story house, and they've converted it into flats. And at the top, uh, the guy is a smoker, and what he gen- generally does is he opens his uh, kind of uh, window or balcony door and kind of just leans out, uh, sits on the windowsill, and, and smokes his cigarette out of the window, which fine, perfectly, you know, perfectly legal what he's doing there, presuming the tobacco cigarettes. Um, so it's all very legal. However, Elvis... No fan of smokers, clearly. He barks like nothing else if they're out there um, smoking. If he's... Uh, and, and I don't know the guy. I don't know his name. Um, so, unfortunately, all I can kind of do is shout an apology as I usher Elvis in. Now, I don't think it's bothering him because it's not stopping him smoking or stopping him sitting there. But, yeah, he doesn't like uh, he doesn't like that neighbour smoking. So he gives him a good bark, good telling off. Do you have any idea what you're doing to your body? Roo, 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 roo. Um, he barked at the concept of Christmas. Because I, <laughs> I mentioned the fact that um, we were doing this and doing that. Joe and I were talking about kind of plans over Christmas. And he started barking. And it was like, right, you can't, you can't bark at the concept of Christmas, Elvis. That is, that's just wrong. So that's not going to happen, and we're going to cut that off right now. Um, he's been fine with Christmas decorations, by the way. He was great. We have uh, we had kind of a smaller tree in our TV room, and then uh, the the big proper tree is in the living room. And he was fine with both of them. He really didn't care, wasn't bothered. Uh, he was um, uh, curious, but not interested in destruction which I was really, really pleased about. Uh, he barked at Mary Berry uh, when she was on the television, um, which we gave him a proper reprimanding for. You can't bark at Mary Berry. The woman's a national treasure, for goodness sake. Uh, we were watching a programme about Battersea Dogs and Cats Home, and they had a... No, it wasn't. It was the super vet. Uh, yeah, it was Noel Fitzgerald. Is that his name? Yeah, Noel Fitzgerald, the, um, uh, the super vet. Uh, had a couple of injured animals and he was barking at them. You can't bark at injured animals, Elvis. I mean, come on now. Leave them alone. They've suffered enough. Uh, and um, I love animated films. I love Disney movies. Uh, Moana is my current favourite. I'm not saying I only like them. I mean, I love, you know, like Jaws and Usual Suspects and things like that. But I do like Moana. Elvis does not. So the cast, and it's not just the animals that he's having a bark at. He's barking at everything in Moana. Just something about Moana just puts him off. I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't like that particular area of the globe. Maybe he doesn't like crystal blue clear water. I don't get it. Either way, he is not a fan. So, so he is just, you know, he, but he, that's one of the ways that he just makes a smile like, grinning idiots uh with that so but he's getting on and hope you are as well do let us know how your puppy and dogs are getting on it's always lovely to hear uh, the progress and because we're coming up to well in fact this is uh i mean this is the 51st episode but my the first episode i did of the puppy podcast was done on the 6th of january last year um so we've been doing this now for a year we've not had elvis for a year because i I started the podcast before we got elvis um because at the time if i remember rightly we didn't even know what his name was going to be 
and we were just kind of you know putting it out there and you know people who were listening then weighed in on it um but yes there's been plenty of of puppy and dog owners who've, who've been in touch either been listening since the beginning and i really appreciate that and thanks as well to the people who are getting in touch now saying yeah i've just started again uh I've ju- i think the first episode has had it's something it's so many thousand listens uh people kind of starting the journey again which is is really lovely and thanks very much uh for doing that uh if you want to get in touch with the show and you know if you want to let us know if you spoke to us last year when you got your puppy tell us how you're getting on let's have a progress report i'd love to hear from you you can get in touch via the facebook page the puppy podcast you can find us on twitter at puppy podcast on instagram at the puppy podcast you can email us the puppy podcast at gmail.com or uh, you can go to the website and troll through any of the previous episodes just go to the puppypodcast.com you can subscribe to the puppy podcast on itunes stitcher google play and iheart radio uh, and all good podcast apps as well thank you so much for listening it's so good to be back uh, this has been a monkey pants production and i'll see you and your food, you might not be able to hear it, but Elvis has come downstairs, or Lincoln has come downstairs now, and him and Elvis are now fighting in the other room. So I'll have to go and break that up, because I'll see you and your furry babies next week. <laughs>